0: Hello and welcome to jasonnewland.com My name is Jason and this is a one hour daily hypnosis session. I think it's number four, anyway I do these, or well, try and do these every day. There may be days when I'm not able to do it for whatever reason but. Um, I guess I'll give you a quick introduction to me. Uh, my name's Jason Newland. Uh, I am a hypnotist and I've been doing online hypnosis since 2006. I have on my YouTube channel over 500 free hypnosis sessions, video sessions available uh, for various different issues. And These sessions that I do on the daily, long daily hypnosis sessions are the hour long ones, the one I'm doing now is different from the normal ones that I do because it's very much a different type of hypnosis, it's kind of like I would call it more ideas, idea hypnosis, planting seeds hypnosis, Um, it's basically just me talking for an hour, Uh, not about any particular thing, just generally, the idea really is that you take what you need from the word buffet, that is my mouth I guess, The, the sentences that come out of my mouth, in the hope that there's something that your unconscious mind can take. And I don't know why I'm getting this image of a bunch of grapes or something, so, you know, or a tree with apples on, and you just take what you need. If you know that you've got an apple tree in your garden, a pear tree, and you only want one apple, then you just take one apple. And you just eat that apple and that's all you need because you know that there's other apples or oranges or bananas or pears, grapes, whatever. Tomatoes that you need are going to be there tomorrow and the day after and the day after. Because they're ideas which are seeds. Then once you've sowed them, they grow. And then every subsequent hypnosis session that you listen to. Not only are you sowing more seeds, but you're also watering the older seeds, the seeds that you planted yesterday and last week and last year. So you can just keep track of the progress of your previous seeds that you've been watching grow and as you water them and feed them. Also allows you to feel more confident in the future and your future seeds that you decide to give attention to. So these sessions basically uh, they're a little bit different in the sense of there may be background sounds, there may be background sounds where you are um, and I might make some sounds if I need to cough I will cough if I need to open my bottle of water and drink it, then that's what I'll do. There's no editing done at all. The same way as if you had a hypnosis session in a room with me, there wouldn't be any editing involved. It would just be continuous for the amount of time, 50 minutes or an hour, that I would do a hypnosis session for. So that's pretty much what this is. It's an hour and it is what it is. I don't know what's going to come out of this session and how much you will gain or benefit from it or anything like that really. It's really, I guess every day is an experiment. Every day is an opportunity to look at things differently. It is kind of like taking taking the bandage off a wound and just cleaning it and looking at it and seeing it heal day by day and learning something from it, reminding yourself about that experience and maybe ways that you can change so that certain things don't recur, and other things happen more often. Maybe things that you enjoy, things that give you pleasure, you can have more of. And those other things that are of no use to you, maybe you can just let go of them. I am being vague because it's different for everybody. The issues that I might want to let go of may be completely different to the things that may be You'll let go of listening to my voice, listening to these sessions. Gives you an opportunity to just let go for a while. Gives you an hour of peace and quiet. And when I say quiet, quiet as far as your mind, as far as your body, as far as letting yourself just calm down. Because there's nothing needed, there's nothing required from you. It really is a case of just getting yourself into a comfortable position, either sitting down on a comfortable chair, or laying down on a comfortable bed or sofa, or even the floor if you choose. And ideally, close your eyes if it's safe for you to do so. And remember that you only ever watch or listen to these free hypnosis sessions when it is safe to close your eyes. So if you're driving a tank, please turn, the, turn this video off until you get home, or any other machinery or transport, not quite sure why I said the word tank, so as I said it's unedited so occasionally I'll say some silly stuff and occasionally I'll say some stuff that isn't silly and occasionally you may think hmm and other times you might think mmm whatever those sounds mean to you that's fine because it's all about how you feel and I don't know how you feel I'm not going to try and control or manipulate the way you feel because I've got no way of knowing if you sat in front of me I could perhaps Change the way you feel if you wanted me to, to. You know, if you told me how you wanted me to feel. And I have sessions like that, you know, relaxation, feeling good, pain relief. Uh, sessions for sleeping. I've got lots, lots of those kind of sessions to help you to change how you feel in the moment. But these sessions are more broader than that. Yeah, you'll get the the feeling of relaxation and the benefits of having a calm mind and a calm body. Which is just comes naturally with listening to my voice. It's not just listening to me though. It's also the the fact that you have given yourself permission to relax for an hour. Because that's what you've done, you've you set yourself this time to just let go and have a bit of a break, you know, that in itself is enough. I mean, you could just as easily just listen to me talking about going shopping or going jogging and my boring voice could maybe cause you to feel relaxed and calm. But I'm not going to be talking about those kind of things, I'll talk about things like love and feeling calm and relaxed, but also the idea of building a life, building your own life that suits you, planting seeds, and it's just a bunch of ideas really, an idea that might be useful to you. I've got no way of knowing what you need and what you desire but hopefully within the session there'll be something useful and you can also make use of the background sounds to help you to feel more relaxed whether it's the floorboards above which i can hear or whether it's a bit of music in the background whether it's a car parking outside Whether it's your door being closed or uh, traffic in the distance or a helicopter flying over. Whether it's simply just my voice or the sound of your own breathing. Or maybe you're moving your body around to feel more comfortable and it's creaking your bed or your chair. I know that I creak my chair whenever I move around. I think that's more to do with my weight than anything else. But moving around is good because it allows you not only to get more comfortable, but also to get in touch with your body. Because when we move gently and safely, it gives you a different perspective, it's looking at it from a different angle, feeling it, feeling it from a different angle. And I think that can be useful because it gives, gives you more knowledge, more experience of yourself. More memories, muscle memories, as well as emotional memories, physical, as well as intelligence. Connecting your body with specific behaviors and your memory with those behaviors also. Which reminds you of, the next time you wish to feel that way, you know what to do. You can just move yourself in that way. The next time you wish to feel the way you feel now, you can just lay down, or sit down, close your eyes if it's safe for you to do so, and just listen to my voice. And You can re-experience those feelings that you experience right now naturally and easily and this is something just very very basic basic psychology I'm not saying anything new or amazing or groundbreaking here it's just a basic connection we connect things with other things all animals seem to do it and we do it as well it's just in this case, it's connecting an emotion with a thought, an action with a reaction, which can be emotions, so you do one thing and that creates you to feel, to feel a certain way, which means that you might want to do more of that. pleasant healthy activity So that you can feel More of that pleasure And that's kind of how the body works and how the mind works Doesn't mean that all the things that are good for you are going to give you pleasure. Of course we know that as always uh, Well think of cabbage cabbage is supposed to be healthy, but can't say it's my favourite food, if I'm honest. Although I do like Brussels sprouts. Not everyone likes Brussels sprouts, but not only do I like the taste of them, I also like the uh, the effect they have on me. Because farting is one of my favourite things, especially at family dinners. So yeah. Um. So now I talked about farting. You see, I wouldn't normally do that in a a general hypnosis session <laughs> so these are different these sessions are different but what this does in a I I suppose in a way what part of the, what I'm trying to do or what my attempt to do in here is to open up the mind open up a few doors have a spring clean Considering there's millions of doors and there's millions of rooms, maybe billions of rooms with memories and all kinds of stuff in there, stuff that you don't need anymore. Rooms that you could be using for other things, maybe rooms that you could be knocking through to make bigger rooms, so that you can store more, maybe you can think more quickly. So, yeah, it's kind of an experimental idea, but something that can lead you forward into a different kind of thinking, a different kind of feeling and a different way of being. And I think that's one of the wonders for me about hypnosis and about talking itself. The power of just talking, the power of just listening, I think is underrated. Because I think the power of listening to somebody talking is huge. The power of words is the most powerful thing ever, I believe. I'm not saying that the power of action isn't also powerful, because of course we all know that's, that is powerful. The power of words, though, have a, an influence that reach deep, deep within you. Sometimes without you knowing, sometimes with you knowing. And also you can consciously hear something and then just move on to the next sentence that I say, but your unconscious mind will see that and think, oh, I like that, and it slips in, slips through the crack and slips into your unconscious mind, and it adds to it. It adds to your mind, to your brain. Builds another connection. Adds to your pleasure. To your knowledge. To your own self understanding. This is something that I believe. It'd be good. To actually. Know and to understand and to realize. How easily changes can occur i mean to really believe it because changes can happen in an instant and i know it's a cliche i know that people say that it can happen in a second but it is true i do believe that's one of the things i like about reading i like reading books because even though the book itself It might be samey or sort of similar things to what I've read before. Nearly every book I've ever read has had at least one sentence or one idea that is just pure gold. That just sticks. And even sometimes it might be the same thing that I've read before or heard before. But this time is as if hearing it or reading it for the first time Through different eyes. With different ears. And it doesn't just stick. It sets in. It moves in. To my mind. To your brain. It becomes part. Of your mind. Part of your life. As much a part as. Anything that's been with you. For your entire life. As if it was there with your very first breath. And you know, once it's there, it's pretty much going to stay there. Providing it's positive, healthy and healing and useful to you. Then it can stay as long as it chooses. As long as you choose. Because you always have the option. To do what you choose to do. It's amazing really. I just find the idea of ideas. That could be the name of my next video. The idea of ideas. The name of my book maybe. I love the idea of ideas. Because. It's such a simple concept. The idea that. I keep saying the word idea. How many more times can I say it in the next paragraph? I don't know. A simple thought can really affect your life in such an amazing way, a life changing way. Just a simple thought, a simple sentence. That you read in a book or heard on a free hypnosis video on YouTube. From a bloke called Jason, maybe. And that one thought. Or the thought may be a connection or a response to the idea. Or the thought might result in an idea from you. Which then sows the seeds of possibilities. Possibilities of a future that maybe you'd not really thought of before. Maybe you'd not really given it the attention that you possibly might have gained from doing so. And what would you have gained? We don't know. There's no way of knowing what could have been, what can be. It's a different thing though, because you choose what can be. What wasn't, doesn't matter, because it never was. Those seeds grow every day, and every day you listen to my voice for an hour, revisiting those seeds from the past, watering them, nurturing them, maybe even speaking to them and loving them because they're part of you they came from you your mind they're inside you your mind and as they begin to grow they become stronger they become more than just an idea they turn from an idea into a belief into a belief of possibility And beliefs are strong. Beliefs are much stronger than ideas. Ideas might be. Beliefs are. At least that's how it feels to you. I know obviously not all beliefs are correct. But these are beliefs that we're talking about are positive beliefs. Ones that you've decided for yourself. Because I don't think things, beliefs like negative beliefs like racism and homophobia and hatred, those kind of beliefs, they are powerful beliefs. But people generally don't choose them. They're beliefs that have been passed on to them or that they've taken from someone that they, you know, look up to or something that they've been taught, you know, to hate a certain group of people because of their sexuality or because of the color of their skin or for whatever reason. And those beliefs are very strong. So when you choose a belief of your own, it has even more strength because there's the purpose behind it. You're the one that chose it. It belongs to you. That's why it's much stronger. And it's much stronger to lose as well because it belongs to you. Beliefs like racism and homophobia, they're much easier to lose because they don't belong to you, because they're not real. They're just fake. It's just following the crowd, wanting to fit in, wanting to, you know, be like certain people. Maybe someone that you respect, maybe society itself. Maybe you live in a country that has these beliefs and it might be the law. Some countries have these laws that are against uh, certain people with sexual preferences. So... A belief that you have of your own, that's yours. That's a powerful belief. And if you choose to let go of those negative, pointless, hurtful and hateful beliefs, that's also your choice. And they are much easier to let go of. Some people might think, well, surely if I've had this for all these years, won't it be harder to get rid of? But you know what? If an old person grabs hold of you, let's say someone in their 80s or someone in their 20s, which one would it be easier to let get off, to push away? The older one. The older a negative belief is, the weaker that negative belief becomes. Because, first of all, negative beliefs don't have any strength in them because they're not real, because they're not yours. So it's kind of a a fake belief, a persona, a mask. Pretend. So you're acting. It's an act. But that acting feels real. I guess if you play the same character long enough, it will seem real. And also if you're around other people that are also playing those characters, it will seem real for everybody, to the point where the reality may have been lost. This has been shown in scientific and psychological studies, when people have been locked away in a prison, and half the people were prison guards and half of them were uh, inmates, and these were students, and. Eventually they got into the roles of being inmates and prison guards and violence actually happened because they got so carried away with it and that was just a short experiment but that turned into a belief system and they acted accordingly to how they, I guess, perceived that they should act and also they followed the way that other people were being. So in the same way, one way of changing how you are is to be around people that you want to be like, ideally not someone that's a racist or a bigot or homophobic, but a decent person. You know, someone with values, someone that's kind, and that's what I mean by decent, someone that's decent in that way there's different kinds of decent there's plenty of racist people that drive ambulances I'm sure and plenty of homophobic people that may be doctors that you know firemen it just they just happen to have that certain belief system that's been passed on to them doesn't mean that they're bad people completely just means that they're not particularly decent people on that level, that level of development, whether you call it spiritual or emotional or just common sense, intellectual, for me it's an intellectual thing. It's just a ridiculous thing to hate someone because of the color of the skin or because of what they do sexually. For me, the rule is as long as no one gets hurt and everything's consensual, it's up to people what they do when it comes to hating someone because of how they look that's one of the most mm-hmm. absurd things in the world and um, that is that just that's just silly it's just not, that's kind of one of the... It's, it's kind of it's beyond funny, it's hilarious just such a silly thing to dislike someone It's the same as disliking someone because of their toenails or, you know, it just seems a strange thing. It's like there's no logic in it. And I guess it's difference. People struggle with difference and they want to have some kind of identity. So I do understand it from that angle. People maybe feel they've lost their identity if they live in a country where it's very integrated and there's lots of different nationalities in that country like in in England or in America. And I guess some of the older people have lost their identity because in the last 30 or 40 years it's changed so much so quickly. So I guess it must be hard, but on the same side, there's no room for hatred. Because who does that help? It doesn't help anyone. Who does it hurt? Well, it hurts everybody, but who does it hurt most? It hurts the person who has the hatred. Because they're basically poisoning their own body and mind. It's just, you know, it's worse than smoking. It's, uh, but there's no pleasure involved. I mean, you're better off smoking than having being full of hatred. mean, for being full of hatred, you're sending messages to your heart and to your mind. Negative, negative hatred. It's just really bad for you. So, That's a belief that you can get rid of fairly quickly, because it moves really from being a belief to, kind of like a, I don't know what the right word would be, a story. Let's turn that word from belief to story. So you've got the idea that then turns into a belief, which is the idea that. We all can be happy, and you can have the life you want. That's the idea, and then that turns into a a belief. But Then you can just change the belief of bigotry and negativity that might be there. That belief, and also limited beliefs, not just things like racism or homophobia, but also limited in beliefs too, you know, I mean for years and years and years I I thought that I was um, less than other people intellectually, like I was really not very clever and really, really dumb actually, unintelligent is how I thought of myself due to my childhood, and I I had no self-esteem when it came to that. That side of things. And it turns out that's not really the case. So my belief system has changed. Um, so I didn't have to, it kind of transformed. So it's not so much it changed, I got rid of that. It just, it's, the evidence was there. Originally, the evidence was there that I was uh, unintelligent. The evidence, as far as I lived that life, I didn't do anything much that was intelligent, and I didn't, academically, I wasn't very good. So a lot of the things I was doing was pointing towards me being correct, and other people also being correct. But then as I got older, the things I've done has pointed to me being actually okay. You know, at least average intelligence. Um, So, from that angle, things can change. And, I don't know about you, but I like the idea of the beliefs being available for us to just drop if it's no longer any use. And to be able to Engage in an idea that can turn into a belief that you choose, something that you're cultivating. It's it's like you go into your garden and you look at it and it's overgrown and it's just not how you want it to be. But you can visualize how you'd like it to be. You know it's not going to completely be like that straight away. Um, but in a sense you don't want it to be because you want to be able to walk out there one day in the future and see it how you want it to be and know that you've worked and you're the reason that that garden is now looking beautiful and the feeling that you get, the pleasure that you feel now that you know that you've done it yourself You've put that work in, you produce this yourself. And there's something quite nice about the accomplishment of knowing that you've done that. You've sown those seeds yourself, you've watered those seeds, you've grown those plants and those trees. You've also worked on those parts of the garden that you didn't find helpful any longer not just the ones that were unhelpful from the start, things like racism and homophobia, they have no use, but also things that maybe at one point were useful, but you don't need it anymore. Whatever that could be, I don't know for you. And you can let that go, because you don't need that. because now you've got other ways of coping. And that could be it, it could be a coping mechanism that maybe you used in the past that seemed to be useful, and maybe it was. But now, as you look forward, you can see a, a new direction ahead of you, a new way of doing things, a new, new possibilities opening up for you. And there's something quite nice, I think, about the possibilities in a sense of being able to see what it is you want to do. You know, being able to see and experience inside you how you want things to be. It's as if you can get yourself and put yourself into a time machine and transport yourself into the future. When that garden's already completed. And you step out of that time machine and you see all the colours and you get a smell of the, of all the different smells and scents and the plants and the flowers and the trees, maybe the grass. And you can see how things are. You can see that things are how you wanted them to be. And that in itself gives you an opportunity to know that you're on the right path. You're moving towards where you want to be. Because it is your choice, ultimately. It is your decision. Because this is your life. Don't you have a choice? Don't you have a right to make your own mind up about how you want your world to be? Because we all build our own worlds, really. I know we share the same world, but. Ultimately, if you think about it, inside our minds, we're all different. And the way we look through our eyes, everything looks different to each of us. Because there's that emotion connection that we all have to different things because of our own life experiences. And there's a real benefit for knowing that you can really move forward. You can really make changes happen. And I don't know about you, but I find it interesting, the possibilities. It's a bit like picking a book up for the first time and just you're not sure what's gonna be inside you. You kind of get an idea. You might have read the first page and just wondering What's going to happen next? That could be nice. Or even having a blank piece of paper in front of you. Writing down the first word, but not knowing what's going to be on that page. And then at the end of it, you've got six or seven pages full of writing. And you think to yourself, wow. I've written all that, I didn't even know what I was going to write at the beginning. Now look what I've written, all those words, hundreds of words. So there can be a real optimistic view towards changes that will naturally occur, as well as those changes that you, I was going to use the word force, but you instigate them. You choose them. I guess it's the difference between um, getting a bag of seeds, mixed seeds, and just sprinkle them on the garden, or getting some specific seeds and saying, Well, what I want to do here, I want to grow some tomatoes. What I want to do over there, I want to grow some carrots. I'm going to grow an apple tree on the other side of the garden. Instead of just putting all the seeds together in your hand and just chucking them in the wind and seeing what happens. Which is a way that maybe a lot of us live our lives. It sometimes feels maybe that that's how life has been. And that might be how you want things to be. Maybe sometimes it makes things more interesting. I I don't really know. You can do a bit of both. I guess sometimes you can do that if you go on holiday. You might want to do that with a holiday, just chuck the seeds up in the air and literally just say, let's let's see what happens. Whatever happens, we'll have fun. And I wonder if or what it would be like to do that with life be able to say, ah, well, whatever happens, let's just have fun with it, let's just enjoy it. So, I quite like the idea of the seeds like blowing in the wind, just the visual of that, because I guess those seeds that you've got, because they're all positive seeds, They're the only ones that you would ever um, use anyway. I just had this idea because we've all got our own gardens and your garden might be next to my garden. So, and then I've got another garden next to mine, you've got another garden next to yours. And maybe if you do just chuck the seeds up in the air, some of those seeds might come into my garden. And we end up sharing the same seeds. We end up sharing the same dreams and the same ideas. In the same way that we could both be in the garden and decide to take up badminton. And go to badminton together, as an example, sharing an idea or a dream. And I kind of think that these three hypnosis sessions that we do here, are all of us sharing an experience, sharing an idea of the possibility of change and moving forward? And I think that's quite a nice possibility possibility of really having something. That we can share. But also something that you can enjoy as well. It doesn't have to be just something. um, You know just that you give away to someone else. Or that you need to have it with someone. Because you can also enjoy that on your own. You can also experience the contentment and the satisfaction. Of the inner feeling that you get from it. So it's kind of, I don't know, I think it's quite a nice idea. The idea of being able to choose your beliefs instead of just having them handed to you. Because you think about it, if you went into a restaurant, you wouldn't just say, well, I'll just have whatever. You wouldn't go into a takeaway and just say, yeah, uh, I'd like a takeaway, please. And just take whatever they gave you. Wouldn't go into a shoe shop and just say, Yeah, I'd like a pair of shoes. They said, What size? You say, Oh, it doesn't matter. Any size. Because that would be no good to you. It would be no good to me because I'm a size 10 and I'm also a very fussy eater. So I like to know what I'm going to eat. I'm not just going to have someone just give me whatever. Plus, I don't want a, a size 5 shoes because I won't be able to get them on my feet so that in mind I'm just wondering and I realize I'm perhaps being a bit silly with the shoes and the ordering your food but you do want to know surely when it comes to things like that because for something so simple so unimportant really in consideration in comparison Something so important like uh, ordering a takeout, or going to a restaurant, compared to your life, compared to your dreams, your goals, your future. So if you wouldn't walk into a restaurant and just say, yeah, I'll have whatever, don't care. Or if you wouldn't walk into a shoe shop and say, yeah, I'll have a pair of shoes, any size, any color, not bothered. You wouldn't walk into a, a music store and just say, Can I have a CD, please? Of what? It doesn't matter. Just anything. Any CD. Any DVD. doesn't matter. Any film. If you wouldn't do that, why would you do that same process with your beliefs? And also, would you walk down a street and... Find a pair of old smelly jeans, an old smelly shirt, soiled and dirty and stinky. Would you put them on? You take your own clothes off, put them on and then just walk, you know, carry on walking around. Would you do that? With all the flies following you and and basically just people crossing the road to avoid you because you're so stinky. So you wouldn't wear those secondhand stinky clothes that have been around for years and outdated, outdated clothes but so smelly, unwashed, dirty. So if you wouldn't do that, why would you take on an outdated, smelly, old belief system like racism or homophobia? Something that's just outdated And just dirty, not helpful to you, hurtful, damaging to yourself and others. Do you know why would you take on a belief system that's not helpful? Why would you take on a belief system that unless it's going to help you in your future and give you what you need or want for your life? Because ultimately, this is your life. This is your opportunity to live how you want to live. You don't need anybody else telling you what to think or what to do. You have that capability yourself to choose your own ideas and to choose your own beliefs. So if there is something that is holding you back some old outdated smelly old belief that is no longer useful pleasurable or necessary in your life. then maybe you could just choose to cut it out like the weed the harmful weed that it is. Remove it, let it die, let it go. And then concentrate on the new seeds, the new seeds of positivity for yourself, whatever that positivity is. I guess really for me, positivity is just feeling optimistic about a decision that you have made yourself for your future. That's kind of as simple as it gets. That's what positivity is. And I think positivity is about feeling happy all the time. And smiling all the time. Because that's not realistic. Thinking everything's great all the time. That's not realistic either. To me positivity. Is exactly what I said. It's. Being optimistic about. An idea that you have turned into a belief that you have chosen to have about your life and your future. That gives you so much more scope to work, so much more opportunities to move forward and to enjoy your life and not just your life, but also the the process, the journey. Because, you know, if you don't enjoy the journey, then what's the point, basically? It's all about the journey, really. I mean, the end result is obviously useful, but the end result of this journey is what you use to travel on the next journey. So once you accomplish whatever specific goal you set out to accomplish now. The rewards of that goal. Will help you to travel. To the next. Goal. If you think about it like you start off a little raft, or a plank of wood, and your goal is to get to the raft. Once you get to the raft, that's your gift, that's your reward. It helps you on your journey, a bit more comfortable, a bit more safer. And that'll lead you to a much nicer boat. That's a reward there, that you can carry on, so on and so forth. To a point where you're moving forward in a way that you choose to. All the time growing. As a person becoming happier. And more content and also feeling more in touch with who you are. Yourself. Which is kind of the idea I suppose about life is to. I guess just. Really get in touch. With who you are and also to accept who you are have some love and kindness for yourself respect and cherish the time that you have and that can lead to a lot of positive situations and also on the very Smallest level, it can lead to you feeling good inside. You know, for, for me, when I think about that, I just, I get a sense of well-being, a sense of possibility. That actually, there are options. You know, life does hold something more. And things I don't even know about yet experiences that haven't happened yet are available to me they're available to you they're available to all of us it's just about figuring out what they are and also your next goal might not even be available to you until you've accomplished your current goal because then the next goal may open up A bit like a computer game, you know, when you reach one level, then you find out what the next level is. So sometimes we might not know what the end goal is. But I guess, if you're able to find some happiness along the way, able to reduce tension, able to increase relaxation, able to appreciate yourself more, to get more in touch with yourself as a person and to maybe take more of an active role in choosing your own belief system instead of just wearing hand-me-downs, dirty jeans and smelly t-shirt. Maybe you can buy some clean jeans, maybe make them, choose your own, choose the clothes that you want to wear, choose your own ideas, choose your own beliefs. Because at least then they're yours and nobody, nowhere can ever take them away from you because they're yours and also when we think about our own ideas and beliefs there's more effort put into it because it takes time and it takes mental power it takes a bit of concentration and maybe a bit of work unlike just taking the old smelly jeans and t-shirt of racism or homophobia or Hatred or small-mindedness, bigotry, those things are passed on to people that take them, and they're easily handed down. Quite often not questioned. But you can question what's inside you. If you're walking around and your foot's hurting because of stones inside your shoe, would you continue to walk around? Or would you take your foot out of your shoe and get rid of that stone? If something is hurting you, which hatred does, hatred can't do anything but hurt everybody involved, then it needs to be removed like the poison that it is. And it can be replaced by love, kindness for yourself because your future is yours and regardless of what happened yesterday, you can choose to live a different life if you choose or continue on the path that you choose to continue using your own ideas and building your own belief system. Because you are in control. You're the boss. Of you. And I don't know about you, I think that's quite good. I think I quite like the idea of... Being able to just choose my own way. Choose my own beliefs instead of just following the crowd or... Getting given a book and saying, you know, which says this is how you should think. This is how you should feel. You know, there's a reason why we don't have a um, a user's manual for our brains. You know why that is? Because we're the ones that program them. It's just a lot of people don't realize that. We're the ones that control our brains. It's just about getting in contact with that. Taking that remote control back from other people. Because other people can only press your buttons if your button's on view. If it's there for them to press, they'll press them. Outside of that, other people can't. How's anyone going to control what you think or feel if you're the one with the control, if you're the one with the remote control? They can no longer press those buttons that affect how you feel or think or act or behave. Because you take back that control. And when I use the word control, I don't mean in a controlling way. I mean a healthy, healing, happy way. In a useful way, where you can just feel comfortable in your own skin, being yourself, it's a great opportunity to learn to be you. And that's what these sessions are about, is finding more ways to get in touch with who you are, to trust, to love, to be kind yourself because you deserve kindness. Kindness can never do harm. Kindness only leads to more kindness. So this does bring us to the end of yet another one hour daily hypnosis session with myself and thank you for listening and you can open your eyes if you choose to do so or you can just keep your eyes closed, whatever you choose and uh, I will see you tomorrow. So please remember to like this video if you do like it. Please remember to share this video and also to leave a comment.